Una Paloma Blanca. Hello, my hanky spankies. This is your chubsy ubsy kerchief host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his stymied snot rag beware the hairy mango. Today's story is all about giving yourself the support you need, because let's face it, no one else is going to give it to you. Imagine how you'd feel if every time you looked at your chest, you stood up and shouted, Bravissimo! Bravissimo! By Matthew Sanborn Smith. Garth wasn't embarrassed to buy a bra for himself. He was too embarrassed not to. It wasn't that his chest muffins were flopping around willy-nilly. It was that when conditions were perfect, his nipples stabbed out a good inch or so. And they got hard as hell. Jogging down the street on a winter morning, they'd often slice right through the fabric of his shirt. So he bought his bras as mere nipple containment units, but soon he found he liked the way the bras made him feel. Imagine, 38 years and he'd had no idea what he'd been missing all this time. That got Garth to thinking. What else was he missing? And what else was everybody missing? He wanted everyone to feel what he was feeling. Everywhere. Garth invented the world's first bra for the entire body. He called it the Brody. At first everyone laughed and nobody bought it but a few hipsters. But from that subculture of douchebags came the first outright converts to the Brody. The undergarment changed everything. The Brody lifted not just the breasts, but everything you had. Its wearers levitated three inches off the ground at all times. It not only lifted everything, it separated everything. Every body part was separate from every other. There was no more chafing, no more grooves in which sweat might build up, and things that were once out of reach were now accessible as people were longer in every direction. Hell, the Brody caught on just because it kept your body parts from slapping together when you walked. I hate that, don't you? Soon we all looked like lacy white mummies, and that's when people wanted to differentiate. Some of them switched to full-body corsets, which squeezed everything you had. Those never caught on because things started squirting out between the seams. Along those same lines, there were those who wore brodies that were a little too tight. A person would bend the wrong way and suddenly their brody would split. This created the first ever full-body cleavage, which sent people into sexual frenzies like we'd never seen before. That led to the push-up brody and the padded brody, which made people's entire bodies look much larger than they really were. I must say, it was sexy as hell. Ah, but after the initial fad for the brody, the item gained its detractors. I mean, imagine stiff underwires poking every part you have. And no matter where you looked on a person, you were checking out their bras. Fistfights broke out all over the place. But it was like a cult. If anyone tried to take off their brody, everyone would laugh about how saggy they looked. The only thing that saved folks from that humiliation was the advent of full-body silicone implants. The technology was crude at first and people looked unnaturally stiff, but after working out the kinks they looked great. Hell, you could even give them a squeeze and they felt just like real people. If this story burned your bra, you can shake it and other boost and halters at the URL of the lactation swell, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Speak of the devil in the comments for this post, or zucchini mail me, and we'll summer squash our enemies at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or courgette about everything at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Hang on a minute. I'm interrupting myself to tell you about a new anthology in which I'm taking part called Baby Teeth, Bite-Sized Tales of Terror. Yes, I and a pile of good friends I've never met have written a bunch of tiny stories about creepy kids. It would have been a lot harder to imagine kids who weren't creepy. Have you seen how tiny their hands are? The proceeds are all going to charity. No, really, I am involved in this. And it's not some charity to enlarge children's hands or anything, but a legit thing called Duffy Books and Homes, which gets books to kids with assorted hand sizes. You can help this bill become a law by going to Pledge Me. It's like a Kickstarter for New Zealandinians. Now listen to this guy with the cool accent. In a world where kids see creepy things, 
in a world where some other kids don't read so good. 25 authors looked at a post on Reddit, then wrote some short fiction. Buy the anthology. Donate to a worthy charity. Read the stories. And learn how one story really can change a person's life. From the authors who brought you too many things to list, and the editors who also arranged the cover art and distribution, the heartwarming collection of tales which will touch you in your special places. This season, pledge your heart to Baby Teeth. Bite-sized tales of terror. Rated M. Coming to an e-reader or bookshelf near you. You can't tell me that kid at the end wasn't creepy. The link is in the show notes. Kick in a buck and make this happen. Then you can read a creepy story by me, and that's really the main reason you should do it. Now back to our crappy show. On Saturday mornings, the SF and SF Signal stands for the So-So Friends, the mundane non-powered counterparts of the Super Friends who diligently staff the offices of sfsignal.com and keep the cogs that they themselves are turning. Yes, members such as Man Man and No Big Deal Woman just hang around the Hall of Normal and spin each other around like there's always a pinata to be struck. There's a lot of falling down and puking. Give a little grocery by messing with the donate button on the home cooking page because after a very recent trip to the refrigerator, I'm sorry to tell you the bad news is I saw suddenly need to buy milk. The good news is I no longer need to buy cottage cheese. I've recently made the switch to a raw food diet and I have to tell you people, I feel fantastic. And this is coming from a lifelong cheeseburger addict. But when I discovered I didn't have to change my lifestyle all that much, I was sold. And I've got to tell you, after biting into a bloody patty of raw ground beef sandwiched in two sticky globs of dough, I wouldn't go back if you paid me. I can actually feel the health worms squirming around in my intestines. So tweet your raw meat that all the lengthiest parasites follow me at twitter.com slash up with gravity. I'm about to tweet now, in fact, as I often tweet from the toilet to pass the time, and other things. I'll probably be tweeting all night. This podcast fucks with your head, so protect yourself by imagining a condom, otherwise you'll get that gross reddening rash, splitting skin, and maybe a little bit of a leaking Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 unported license. Until the fat lady dances, this will be Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you that if you throw the baby out with the bathwater, he will always land butterside down. You probably should have bathed him better. Good night. On Saturday mornings, the SF and SF Signal stands for the So-So Friends, the mundane, non-powered... Non-powered. Powered by nuns.